everybody. We're back. We're back. Wait, who are we? I don't know. Who am I? That, that am, I Clar- am I Clarissa? I hope so, because I don't want to be anymore. <laughs> I'm so tired. But you don't want to be Courtney, because then you have Crohn's. You know, I think I could make it. Okay. Freaky Friday. <laughs> Welcome back to 30 Dirty and Dying. Things are still chaotic. And we're still not okay. Yeah, I am, unfortunately, Clarissa. And I am, unfortunately, still here. So, I'm Clarissa. I'm Courtney. And we're back for another episode of your favorite millennial podcast, where we talk about our trauma, cope with dark humor, and relive some of those moments from the early 2000s and the 90s that made us the people we are today. Yeah. So, I don't know if there's a lawsuit there, (laughs) but whatever. Here we are. And today we're doing that. We're reliving something. That was traumatic. Yes. If if we're, I mean, at the time, I mean, I don't. I kind of liked it. I think I don't think I did because when we haven't even said we're we're doing it, no, but it's fine. But like when I rewatched it, because you know sometimes you rewatch stuff and you're like, okay, yeah, I remember watching Uh this back in the day. I had that for like the first two episodes, and then I was blank. I don't. I think I watched a few episodes and was like, I hate this, and stopped. I watched the entire, I remember watching the whole thing. And I remember re-watching when I found that it was on some type of streaming service. I didn't do that. So I had, this was, this was almost like virginal for me. (laughs) And uh, we should maybe tell them what we're doing. We uh, re-watched Secret Life of an American Teenager. And you know, you know, you know, I think the reason why I enjoyed it was because I was, remember my days of like super Christianism? Oh, yeah. That's probably why I enjoyed it so much. Because it's propaganda. It's whatever you would like it to be. It's propaganda. <laughs> I hate to break <laughs> Spoiler alert. My big theme here is going to be this is propaganda. So maybe that is why you liked it so much. And maybe, and it reminded me of Bob. <laughs> yeah, you were just living a dramatic soap opera lifestyle. See, this is a, a good episode to end. January has been like our 30 dirty and dying month of chaos. Oh, yeah. So this is a really good Wait in. Today, we're reliving the secret life of the American teenager. It was no secret. No, we hated it, but we're going to tell you all about it. So hopefully you don't have to relive it. That happened in 2008. Yep. So let's. what do you say? We go back in time to 2008. That sounds like a good idea. Back in time. All right. I was maybe having some rough days. Middle school, man. I think... Oh, I was in high school. Okay, so then I did start high school in 2008. Probably 2008 going into 2009. Right, so I both. I was 14, 15. Okay. Let's call it that. And I know that I was in 8th grade for a while. I was 16, 17. In 2008. I know I was in 8th grade when Twilight came out. Because I remember that shit. Yeah, the worst time of my life. Because I was working at movie theater. Oh, I was not yet. I was just one of the losers that was bothering you. (laughs) Yeah. Just for that Can one, though. Can you believe though. it? I've lived a life. So 2008, I, right? Yeah. That seems like forever. It was. I know. It was forever. We've lived us a life. Anyways, what was going on in 2008? So you started at the movie theater. Yeah, and I you keep saying that. serving me probably Diet Coke. Probably. As I went to watch Twilight for the first time. All right, well, let's... We haven't done this for 2008 yet. Let's talk about how, what things cost. Oh, the cost of living. The cost of living. Hit me with that 
inflation reversal. Yep. So the average cost of house rent was $800. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I just had a flashback. The cost of a gallon of gas was three thirty nine, which is, I think, what it is now. Yeah, it's not terrible. It's about the same. Different. Um, the, av- the average cost of a new house, 238000 So this was also when the real estate crisis was, it was happening. It was rough. Yeah, so like the housing market crashed, mm-hmm. all the banks had to get bailed out. Like this was when the recession, Started. almost the dep- the second depression, yeah. happened. I think that's where we're at right now. Really? I mean, I'm in my state of depression. <laughs> <laughs> this is my great depression. <laughs> I've never experienced it until now, so here we are. Well, as a veteran, <laughs> a veteran of depression. we welcome you to the fold. Anyways. Yeah. Um, tornadoes. <laughs> A financial tornado and also a real life one. <laughs> Severe thunderstorms with tornadoes sweep through Tennessee, Arkansas, Kentucky, and Alabama. Wow. That's a lot of places with lots of tornadoes. That is. I wish I was there. No, you don't. Yeah, it's fine. That's neat. Rough year. Rough year. The it really was. Crisis. It really was a rough year, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, the housing crisis, the financial crisis, all these natural disasters. Twilight came out. Like, yeah, that was the worst of it. Worst of it. <laughs> Um, so you want to know some songs that came out? Oh, please. Let's yeah. do something good. Let's, well. I'm, I'm the sad and you're the happy. I, first time that's ever happened in our <laughs> lives. Um, single ladies came out. <gasps> the oh, the hand ladies. motions. Oh, single ladies. Yeah. Lollipop. Lil Wayne. Yeah. Lil Wayne was really killing it in 2008. Good for him. He used to be my favorite singer. I mean, singer is a strong word, but I like Lil Wayne as well. Although when in 2008, because I was exclusively an emo kid. I was not, I was like, Wayne sucks. But it was secretly, I was like, this is fucking awesome. It's catchy. You it's can't... all catchy. I just, you know, I was like, the same thing with like single ladies or like, uh, Katy Perry was a, was a big, de- I kissed a girl came out in 2008. Oh, really? Yeah. Those were catchy, amazing songs. But you know, as an emo kid who couldn't be, couldn't be accused of being a poser. I loved all of it. Let's be honest. Um, Jason Mraz came out with that song, I'm Yours. Uh, That's that the whole not song. That's not how that went. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's the whole song. And then on the emo train. Oh, yeah. Choo choo. Uh, that song, Fall For You by Secondhand Serenade. Tonight will be the night that I will fall uh, for you. Yeah. Tonight will be the night that I will fall for you. Hell over yeah. again. Also, one of my favorite songs that came out, um, Don't Trust Me by 303. Oh, yeah. I, 303. I love 303. I love that song. It likes to touch me. But I also like the lyric in Don't Trust Me where they say, tell your boyfriend if he says he's got beef. That I'm a vegetarian. And, and I'm, I'm fucking scared, scared of him. Because, yeah. So 2008. 2008. It was a year. It was a year. It was sad. A- sad year. Sad year. But not for me, though. I was living life. Starting my my job, doing things, if you know what I mean, for Sex. the first time. Shh. You already said it on a previous episode. I know. I congratulated you. Yeah, but my family doesn't need to know that. I already said it. You're married. I think they know that you have <laughs> Shh, had I don't. the sex. Never. Speaking of sex. Oh. Hey. Thanks for listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, the show for millennials by millennials. We get real about chronic illness, burnout, nostalgia, and why we aren't exactly thriving. If that sounds like you, join us every Thursday for new episodes. Now, back to the show. The whole reason we're here. Secret life. 
of an American, American teenager having sex. Sex is dropped. The word sex is probably just in the first episode, probably a hundred times. Yeah, of course. Ugh. Because that's what it's all about, baby. Yeah, like, so the Amy's family eating dinner, um, and they're talking about her sister's clothing choices. Yeah, she's dressing. And the dad starting off strong. I was like, you know what? This is a good conversation because he was just like, you know, like you have to have the rule, like go by the rules of the school. Like you have to meet the dress code, blah, blah, blah. Like really, really making good choices of words. And then he was like, do you want people to think you want sex? Like you're doing so good. Stay strong. And then just like sex. Yeah, but you know what's hilarious about that and what made me be like, this is stupid. Mm -hmm. Clearly these people have not talked to their children about sex at all. Lo and behold, the one who can't even spell sex gets pregnant. She's a moron. They're all morons. I didn't even know it was sex until I found out. I don't even know. Well, I mean, awful. I mean, that happened. It could be that awful. It could, but I'm saying it's just like. Which is surprising because like, you would think Ricky's good at it. No, you wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think anybody on that show was good at it. Oh, well, maybe um, Ben's best friends. I don't think so. You I don't, don't think, think anybody. I don't think the adults are good at it. I don't oh, think the kids are good not, at it. No. This is a town of sexual dysfunction. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Nobody knows what they're doing, where to put stuff, what to put on stuff. And that's why they just keep procreating and making more idiots. Tell me how you really feel. I hated it. <laughs> but go ahead. Keep setting the scene for us. I'm sorry. That was the main scene. It's okay. Just like, if you were starting off strong, like really. And that was like the first time that I was like, you can't ever have sex. Well, that's not going to happen, Dad. Meanwhile, your other one is pregnant at the table eating spaghetti. This, my perfect daughter would never do anything like that. Yeah, just because she's stupid doesn't mean she's... Just because she's in the band. Yeah. The band kids were freaks. I was, I, a wasn't... Choir, I was a choir kid and I didn't talk to anyone. I don't... Yeah, I I wasn't a band kid, but I had a lot of friends who were band kids and they were... Band kids and theater kids. Yeah. a lot. My fr- I was like in between the band kids and the theater kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends were very musical. And also very promiscuous. Promiscuous girl. Yep, that's what they was doing. Whatever you want. Just when that curtain dropped, so did they. (laughs) So did their pants. (laughs) Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, Secret Life of the American Teenager is a show that came out on ABC Family in 2008. It ran for surprisingly like, what, five, six seasons? Something like that. It ended in 2013. So it was on... TV the entirety of my high school career. Not for me. Yeah. Um, my end of high school going into college. So, but still, long time. Yeah, Big and I was chunk. still watching it the whole time. And the premise is about this girl. Her name's Amy. She's an idiot. She gets pregnant when she's 15. She one time at band camp. I'm like, I can't make this shit up. And the whole show is about that and all these kids' sex lives. Ugh. Because that is weird. And God. God yeah. is in the middle of all of it. And that's what the whole show is about. Accidental pregnancy and everything that comes along with it. Yep. And it's terrible. It's terrible. Like, the very first scene, the mom is talking about, like, making dropping North Korea jokes. Yeah, it's a different time. And I'm just like, whoa. It's a different time. That's something. Yeah. Starting off strong. Sorry. The bad acting. Oh my, okay, so let's, let's go through some characters. Okay. To continue setting the scene. Amy. Amy. Amy is our main character, our, our Virgin Mary, if you will. Quiet. The worst. I know they say millennials like a side part, but that bitch's hair. Oh, it was so bad. Like at her ear. (laughs) 
it was it wasn't even an emo bag. It was just it, yeah, that was hated rough. it. Um, she's she's an awful person. Yeah, she's a. This is the thing. I think people set her up to be like, oh, she's just kind of like naive and and sweet. No, she's mean. She's mean. She's mean. She's selfish. She's oh, a hundred percent. She's like so spoiled. I can't even understand how. I literally wrote was we took notes. Mm-hmm. You took better notes than me because oh, I I did episode by episode. Yeah, well, I didn't do. I couldn't. Quite. But I but I only did six episodes. So. Yeah. See, I did the whole. I watched. Well, watch is a strong word, but I let the whole first season play. Um, but I did take some notes. And one of my things was like, she has no concept of the real world. She's no. lazy. She's a spoiled brat. And it's like, she has no, like, has no concept of the real world, but no concept of what's happening to her when she's like, I want to keep the baby. She like, she's going to just uh, have, give birth to a hamster uh, and just put it in a cage and take care of it. Like she has no, she doesn't care. Well, she her just, concept in the beginning was to get rid of it. Right. But I'm well, saying. Well, first it was to ignore it. Which I mean, I understand. I understand. I'm not. I'm talking about once. Ignore it and then get rid of it. Scenario. And everyone's. Possibly. We'll get into it. Spitting out their opinions, which didn't fucking matter. And then, and then she like got into the appointment, and then she like I guess the realization, or maybe she was scared because the nurse probably described the process. To which her, is fine. And she got scared and didn't do it. Which, which is, is fine. fine. It's her choice. Yes, it was her choice, guys. Her body, her choice, and everybody needs to shut the fuck up. We're not yelling at you, <clears throat> listeners. We're yelling at everyone else on this stupid show. Yeah. Um. But no, so like, but I mean, after she decided she was going to keep it, mm-hmm. and her her mom is trying to like be like, oh, you know, you're going to have to change your life. You're going to have to change your lifestyle um, to be able to take care of this. She's like, why don't you just take care of it? Yeah. Well, yeah, because she's, she's 15. But it's like, but she keeps saying that consistently, like until she <laughs> blows the thing out of her. It's like she has no concept that this is a human being and not a gerbil that she could just be like, okay, Billy, I'll see you after school. Anyway, so Amy, we're not fans. No. We're not fans. Fuck Amy. Um, so the baby's baby daddy. Father. Uh-huh. Baby Ricky. daddy. Ricky. Um, so Ricky reminds me very much of Bob. Which is uh foreshadowing. Uh <laughs> he sucks. But here's the thing. I don't hate him. This is just like listening to you describe your issues with Bob in 2010. Sorry, I'll throw myself in the mix, but But like he I'm having he, flashbacks. When um I, I just like his honesty about how he's not honest. Because there's one there isn't se- any. Hold on. There okay. was one scene when he was talking to Grace and Grace was like, Would you lie to me? And he looked at her and was like, probably. And I just loved that. I was like, you, yeah, you would. You would straight up lie to her, and I love your honesty about Courtney, it. I'm going to need you to get a therapy appointment. <laughs> Dad. Oh, my God. And, like, his witty one-liners, they're good. None of them are good. <laughs> the writing of this show is garbage. Oh, it's awful. Every lie that anyone speaks is trash, except for Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah. Jennifer Coolidge is in it. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, she plays a prostitute. Oh, yeah. I remember her. She becomes the the stepmom of Ben. Yeah, but that comes later, I think. The fact that I haven't watched that yet, and I remember. Well, I didn't see that part, but she's in the first season for like a second. She plays a prostitute. Yeah. And she says, I hope I live long enough to die of lung cancer. (laughs) I laughed so hard. That's the only line in the show that was solid. And it might be just because Jennifer Coolidge said it. What? What? With Ricky. With Rick, sorry, I deviated. You're fine. We're gonna deviate. Um, what I, what I, what really upset me 
is that like the very first like scene with him with a, a therapist. Yeah. That he just drops the bomb that his dad sexually abused him as a child mm-hmm. and nev- one never talked about it again and just like said it without ever like going into it. Well, it comes up later. Yeah, but like in, I don't know, it just felt like just dropping it to drop it. Here's what, here's what I'll say. And I think maybe this is what you're, what the discomfort with that is, right? I had a real problem with that part of the storyline and like a, a really deep problem with it because it was so flippant. It wasn't just like, I'm, I'm, I write about a lot of dark things. I get into those things. I've been to therapy. I've dealt with abuse. Like, I think those stories need to be told, mm-hmm. right? I do believe that. I'm not one for like, oh my God, this shouldn't be on TV. Oh my God. But the way you do it is important. Yes. Otherwise, you are just perpetuating stereotypes that hurt real life people who have been victims of abuse. And you're cheapening a very real experience. Here's my problem with it. See, you're, put, you're putting words into what I was feeling. That's kind of what I, I, yeah, that's why I'm doing it. Because I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Because it felt weird and it felt weird and wrong and it's, not because, oh, I don't want to hear about this. No. But because the way they do it in this show is, is not tactful. Irresponsible. Yes. Quite frankly. It, a storyline like that with abuse, especially childhood abuse, it needs nuance. It needs certain layers. It needs a sense of humanity. And more importantly, it needs a purpose. It can't just be, man, That's we need why a, we need a reason for this needs. guy to be a dick. Let's make him a child abuse victim. That's not how that works. And also you're just painting a broad brush over people who have been abused like we're all just dicks and psychopaths and promiscuous and have no con like that's not true you can't do that there's there has to be a purpose and there wasn't one it's irresponsible i think it shows a very shallow and incompetent storyteller i hate it i'm actually actually mad about it because like you said they just toss it out there like in the first five minutes of the show to be like Hey, this guy's probably going to disappoint you. Turns out he's real sad inside because he got abused. That's it. And then there's an episode later, I don't know if you got to it, where they go more into that. His dad shows up and everybody's <gasps> talking about it. No, I didn't Okay. that far. It made me so sad and so upset because the way they're talking about this is like, he's crazy. He's disturbed because he goes to therapy. He- You're Ricky? Yeah. They call him disturbed. They call him crazy. They say that he can't be around the kid ever. It's, again, it's a very broad brush. It's full of stereotype. It's like, if you don't have the chops to tell that kind of story, Brenda, maybe fucking don't. So that's why I hate Ricky. I think Ricky's character got done dirty. Did Did get done real dirty. Did get done dirty. I do, however, in um, the episode where... Uh, Amy's dad is at at Adrian's house. Uh, And then he, like, goes off on... Ricky about how like he's like a shitty person and then his feelings he went straight to therapy and I was very proud of that he realized that he was upset and needed help I mean sure good for him I guess I just I don't know I'm seeing it from a from a the larger perspective of like this entire representation is trash it's true it just is it makes me angry and like also with Ricky about like oh well he's just damaged and that's why he's He's sad. 
Ricky's a psychopath. Ricky is a psychopath. You need to get into later seasons. Because Ricky really does make better character development. And he gets a job and he gets a place and he's like really doing well and wants to like be a good dad and like be good for Amy and like gets his shit together. I guarantee you the actual character development was still trash. I mean, it's been a while since I've watched it, so I'm sure. <laughs> I'm just but at the same time, like everything he, else on the he show. He tried his best and I like I don't, but I don't like anybody. That's fair. So I guess that's true. Um, all right, so not the baby daddy, but the one who wants to be. Ugh. My ben. least favorite My character. My least favorite character. Ben is this guy who wants to have sex with someone. So he picks Amy out of the hallway, not knowing well, that she's it wasn't already knocked him. Up. Whatever. So his friend. It was his friend was like, What about what about her? She's in the band. And he was just like, I love her. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. I'm in love with you, Amy. First of all. And buddy, she's like, You too. She like almost never says I love you too. No, because, because she, she doesn't. doesn't. And neither does he. There's the amount that they're like, I love you. I love you too. We should be a family. We should get married. Which after, in the first episode, I can't. It seems very Twilight to me, huh? Yeah. What was going on in 2008 that we thought this was fine and romantic? Anyways, Ben is controlling. Ben inserts himself in situations where he doesn't need to be. Yeah. Big old idiot. And the, okay. Let me, let me go to my notes. Refer to the notes. He said some things that really pissed me off. Oh, same. Oh, I said, Ben's mom is dead. Like mine. <laughs> and he talks about it constantly. Oh my mom, but not um, in a funny way. I just so wrote ben I said, sucks. "Ooh." Uh, well, I said Ben dropped the L bomb and said, "My little Amy." Ugh. Uh, I said, "Amy said I love you too." They haven't even kissed. Ben called her my woman, and I hate that. I hate that he is claiming her. He's sexist. He is well, a misogynist, I mean, sausage king. Which I can I deviate for two seconds to talk about deviate, his dad, or do you, you want me to deviate. wait? I. Okay. Do you want to go into him separately? I think he's a big part of the characterization of Ben. His yes. dad. So his dad is the sausage king. Uh-huh. He runs a meat business. Also, if they have that much money, why is Ben's room like a square foot? Well, it's a set. I'm just <laughs> they saying. Can't. They can make the set bigger to make it more realistic I don't than being know. rich. Come on. So, but the- If he has a butler, he should <laughs> right? have a bigger room. Um, so I made a list of things that this show doesn't deserve. And one of them is the actor who plays Ben's dad. Because he's a very good actor. He was on The Sopranos. But like this character that he's playing, trash. Yeah. As a father. Because they're all trash. Yeah, they all suck. But like he's telling his 15 year old son. To marry her. To marry this girl. That it's cool if he, I know you love her son. No, you don't. You can't know that. You should be locking him in his room and being like, no. This isn't your problem. No. Don't get involved with a 15-year-old He's projecting girl. his own love story with Ben's mom yeah. onto his son and this girl who's already knocked up by somebody else. The minute I found that out, if I was the parent, I wouldn't be like, you can't see her anymore because that's mean. But I would be like, listen, you need to take 500 steps back. You can't be like, I love you. And he keeps saying stuff, Ben keeps saying stuff to his dad, like, I just want us to be a family. He's like, I know, son. What the fuck? Get him some dolls. <laughs> and let him live out that fantasy with some dolls. The best dolls money can buy. I don't know. Because this is ridiculous. And also, just as a side note, he's the sausage king, right? He, Mafia. He's in the mob. And that's how his mom died, I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Yeah. A mafia hit. Mafia hit to the mom. <laughs> A momphia hit. <laughs> but no. I can tell you right now, that's not how my mom died. <laughs> nope. That was drugs. Oh. And alcohol. Sorrow. Um, 
But no, I and maybe it's just because the dude was in The Sopranos and he's played a mobster. Maybe, like, but most it makes sense. Career. As soon as you said that, I was like, yes. Yeah, I was like, I see it now. I was just like, no, he just makes sausages. <laughs> no, that's a perfect cover. <laughs> that's the best cover. That's, the best I, cover. that's better than laundromats. What? There's no way that sausages make that much money. No, no, and Deal- that's dealings. If that would have been in the nature. show, if that would have been in the show, would have loved it. <laughs> Goodfellas, me up, you know. Make me an offer that I can't refuse. But yeah, Ben is a complete product of his father. Yeah, and his father's doing a ter- all these parents are doing a terrible job. Terrible job. But I put this is in my note. Ben is a fucking entitled brat who thinks he owns Amy. <laughs> yes. You yes. don't own shit. You own sausages. He doesn't even own sausages. He doesn't even own his sausages. daddy. Daddy's money. It's your daddy's sausages. It's your daddy's love barb- story. Love story. It's not you, and you have no personality, and you fucking suck. Yeah, and your neck is very large. He <laughs> <laughs> couldn't stop staring at this boy's I neck. I never looked at his neck. How could you not? <laughs> The biggest other than him, like, claiming her. And um, I didn't like how he inserted himself in the whole, like, abortion aspect of it. Like, made himself, like, go to the clinic, right? And then was just like, you can't do this. Like, we're going to do this together. I'll raise the baby with you. It's not your child. Amy is not yours. And it is not your decision. Get the fuck out. He has no... Nobody in that whole thing, in that in that kind of conversation, and in any instance of the only choice, person that really has a say is Ricky and Amy. Not I mean, me. Ricky can say this is what I think, this is what I don't think, but at the end of the day, it's her choice. It is Amy's choice. Yes, and the fact and I that do like everybody that she did in their stick brother, up for herself. They were like in the car and like talking about it, and Ben just like you can't do this. Like we'll be a family, blah blah blah. And she was like, "Take me, drive. I'm going." Yeah. But I'm then like, she yes, immediately please. backtracked. And I don't mean because she she changed. I think she got scared. I don't mean because she changed her mind about the abortion. That's fine. Everybody can do that. I know a lot of people go in and they change their mind and they just walk right back out. And that's fine. You have every right to do that. I'm talking about how once that ended and she was not going to do that anymore and it was either adoption or keep it. She was just like, I don't know. Ben said he'd marry me. So I could just like go and live in his house and he could take care of everything because they have money because he's the sausage. That's what I would do. (laughs) Money? Absolutely. But there's no, but there's no reason for that. There's no reason for that. And there's no reason that either side of the parents should, should have been even condoning that at all. I know her parents really weren't, but like his, his dad was like, yeah, come on in. Let me take care of this illegitimate child with my sausage money. What the fuck is going on? Would you like to know another thing that I really like about Oh, Sure. So how, when he wanted to talk to Amy, he was just like, are either of your parents home? And she was like, no. He was like, well, I don't think I should come in and talk about this without them here. Respect. No, that you see, this is how you got got all those years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that that dude said was a psychopathic tactic. No, I think. Yes, it was. You you got got, girl. I'm telling you, this is how you get got. Not a lot of people can tap into these things. I've seen some shit. I've also seen some shit. Yeah, but you, and yet somehow you did not learn. (laughs) No, I get it. But like, he'd said that same, with that same level of sincerity. Yeah. To, shit he said to Amy, shit he said to Grace, shit he said to Adrian. He's sincere. He's a liar. He's very good (laughs) at it. He's a psychopath. He makes you believe that he's sincere and then he gets you. I do. I got. You got caught. I got caught. You got caught. Just like all those years ago. I'd be in the middle. That you'd real be, quick. You'd be Grace. Uh, yeah. Except probably. you'd probably have sex with him. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it is. Ricky's a psychopath. 
That's my thought. I'm still like him. I don't know if the other ones really matter. Um, Can I go into Jack real quick? Sure. Fuck Jack. Yeah, Jack's stupid. Jack is the worst. He's First, the football player. He's, he's the football player. For he's, Jesus. For Jesus because of his stepdad, who's who's the pastor. Steve Stevens from Even Stevens. Yeah. How the Mighty Have Fallen. When they're still together, him and Grace, right? The Christian. The, yes. Mary and Joseph, if you will. I still, I, I hate them all. But I have Are like, you sure? <laughs> I have little soft spots for a couple of them. I don't. Anyway, so when Grace and Jack were together. Yeah. And she was just like, the whole purity ring thing happened. She yeah. was just like, yeah, like, I'm not going to have sex until marriage, blah, blah, blah. He's like, Could that's we a really, do other stuff? That's a really long time. Yeah. Um, we're not going to get married until after you have a career. What? That's ridiculous. That's way too long to wait. You have to suck my dick now. <laughs> and then she cheats on her because immediately, immediately cheats on her with Adrian. But yeah. I mean, they they see it at the dance. They see some of it. Upset, right? Yeah. I've been cheated on. I understand, same. and I also went back afterwards. You know, it happens, I don't. So I. I don't blame her. Oh, I'm not I do, judging. I do blame her. Moral of the story is she was just like, well, I can't get back with you. Like my parents don't like it. Blah blah. blah. He was like, I've been waiting a whole week. An entire week. How can you not know? Suck my dick now. <laughs> I'm sorry. A week? You're coming. Oh, this forever? <laughs> they ain't only been dating since, since like, summer. Not like the end of summer. What? The, it was stupid. And he was just like, a whole week. How, dare How do they not know if they want you to date me or not? How dare you? How dare you? I will say, again, I'm going to, I'm going to rip roll it back to the parents for a second but because jack has a lot of standoffs with grace's parents yes her dad but i really even though he's like jesus king and he's very like stereotypical like christian dad Mm -hmm. i really liked him for some reason um and i thought they got divorced no her dad died oh shit Sorry, yeah. it's been a while. It's like the first episode of the second season, which I didn't like, but it was still playing, oh, and okay. I saw that part. How did I? Um, plane crash. Oh shit! Right as Grace is losing her virginity for the first time, <laughs> so she blames it on she, that. Yeah. I remember now. Okay, which, again, I had parental I blame. I was doing that so my dad died because yeah. Jesus. But there's a part where where um, and I think it's in the first second episode after Jack cheats uh-huh. and he comes to try and be like, I'm sorry. And her dad says, I will smite you. Yeah. Because he's a Christian. I laugh so hard because I say that kind of stuff a lot. <laughs> and I really appreciated the, the biblical humor. But no, yeah, Jack sucks. I also think Grace. Grace is so stupid. It's like watching a bowl of gelatin try to navigate high school. It's She has nothing going on. Up. Did you see her stand up to those guys in the truck that were going to try to, like, take her? Yeah. First she prayed. And then she slammed a bottle and tried to cut. I didn't like her. Look, I get that people want to feel sorry for her and stuff because she's so dumb and she's so naive. But I I think it bought because I knew a lot of like graces in high school, like these girls, mostly girls who were um, completely indoctrinated with the whole like Christian thing. And I'm not saying being a Christian is bad. I don't mean that. But, like, they just regurgitated everything that they were told and had zero concept of humanity and human beings and real-life shit. And, but, st- but screamed the loudest and stood on the highest, you know, pedestal. Podium. Yeah, to, or whatever, same thing. To be like, this is what God says is wrong. Like how she ran into that abortion clinic and was mm-hmm. like, you have to let me back there. You can't do that. There's no concept of like real life people and how hard that is for people anyway. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to run in, you know, halo blazing to make them feel like shit. Like, 
it's the same reason I don't understand people who protest and stuff at places like that. It's like, why are you just wanting to make people feel terrible? Because that's, that's the goal. That's the goal, apparently. And it's like, you say you're doing this for humanity, but it's like you've completely lost humanity. But the, the young people who do that, they have no concept of what they're doing. Well, no, it's because their parents or people that are older than them are saying this is what you have to do. So they yeah, think that's what they so they just do. regurgitate like what mommy and daddy and Pastor Dave said. And they make these huge stances off of it and they make a lot of mistakes and they hurt a lot of people. And I know we all do stuff when we're young. So I feel for them a little bit. Like I feel bad for yeah, them. Yeah, feel, feel for Grace. Well, I don't know about Grace, but like in ge- like I knew girls I knew like this in yes. school. Um, but I did feel kind of bad for them at the same time because I was like. That's what they knew. That's you what need they to thought was. break okay. out of this at some point. Yeah. But at some point it does become their responsibility mm-hmm. to break out of it. And I I just wish that they wouldn't have so much damage in their wake before they do that because you know she's running all over the place making people feel like shit and talking all this stuff about jesus and inserting herself once again that's what the whole show is is let me just be some a part of something that's not my problem and she's doing it so loud and crazily that it just it causes a lot more damage than good yeah so i don't know i think that might be why i especially didn't like grace's characterization because i've seen it in real life and it just it never goes well Hey everyone, it's Tyler Witkowski, the publisher at Tea with Coffee Media. Tea with Coffee Media is a team of indie authors, designers, and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality. Our modest press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible. Not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. Amy's friends suck. Oh my god. I called them Tweedledum and Tweedledumber. They really are. Yeah, they're, they're the worst. idiots. One of them does um, speak the truth, but in like a really bad attitude way. I don't even think she had a bad attitude way. I just think the whole energy between all of them was so weird and toxic and ridiculous yeah. that it made it seem like she was a bitch. Yeah. And it's like... I think that's what it was trying to be. Yeah, which... But she wasn't. She was just like, Amy, you need to tell your parents. It doesn't have to happen. No one has to know. Really? What about when it comes out, out of you? Yeah. You just think they're always going to notice? And then She the probably one, did because she's stupid. The other one's stupid. Oh my God. Horrible. And they're they, all stupid. They lied to her face. And- yeah. So let's talk about Adrian. I like him. I like him. Adrian is the only I, one I who's like, a good actor. I, yes. In the whole show. In adults show. included, except for some, like... Sausage King. Sausage King and Molly Ringwald, obviously, is queen. But yeah, Adrian, I I like her, but I don't. I mean, she's not supposed to be, like, a likable character. No, because she's, you know... The slit. The slut. This is what pissed me off about that. Like, she was the only teenage character in that... Well, the only character, really. All the adults don't know what to do, either. She was the only character in the whole show... That was like being responsible and safe and and mature about the concept of sex. Even though she's having a lot of sex and, and maybe she's being promiscuous. Who fucking cares? But she's being safe. She's treating it with the level of responsibility that it needs. Mm-hmm. And people make her feel terrible and talk shit about her because she has a lot of sexual partners. Even though she's the one who's making the best choices in terms of safety and responsibility. Yeah. But no, I like she was a good actor. At yes. least. No one else can act. No. I hated the character, like, how jealous they made her. Yeah. I didn't like that. I also thought it was like, weird. Like, to the point where she was just like, I'm not giving you your shirt. Yeah, it was That's weird. stupid. Yeah. But I also thought it was kind of weird that every time she got mad, they played, like, 
Spanish music in the background. I didn't take note of that. Yeah, I was like, this is a lot. This is racist. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. The show is a disaster. It is. Don't watch it. Or do. Or don't. Look, I can't. I know I I talk a lot of shit about like, oh, I hate myself and I want to be dead. I don't hate myself this much to watch it. I was like, this is torture. Oh, another self-mutilation. Another one-liner that I feel like you probably laughed at. Maybe. When um, Amy finally told her mom about being pregnant. Yes. And then Ashley came downstairs that morning and was like, oh, she was abducted by an alien. I did not laugh at that. Oh, I thought it was. But I figured you might have. Yeah, I did. I did. So, I mean, we've talked about the characters and why we hate them and and why the show in general sucks. It's I, poor writing. It's terrible it's writing. It's poor characterization. It's even poor for acting. what it is. Even for what it is. Like, yeah. so, you know, not all teen shows have to be you know, amazing. They can be teen soap opera, but you can do it better than this. And it was just a big giant. Like I just don't feel that people talked about sex that much. No, that's what I was going to say. Now, look, I know I didn't go to school very much, but when I was there, not everybody was like, I just want to bang something so bad. I just, like, that wasn't happening. That was not a conversation. That was not At a conversation. At least not, not for me. No. Me neither. And the, also just the dialogue is so Awful. cringy and ridiculous. Nobody talks like this. No. Like, when she says something, Amy says something at one point about, like, death or something, and Ben is on the phone with her and is like, hey, my mom's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or like, I think you'd know, or you think you'd understand that after losing a parent, life is really precious or something like that. Nobody talks like that, especially not 15 year olds. You know what I think about how my mom's lucky to not be. Because <laughs> she didn't have to see the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she was alive when that happened. When that show came on. She was oh. still alive. It wasn't until, I mean, I was in college, so. Okay. Was it before 2013? Yeah, 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 because I met Mike in 2013. Well, then we can't guarantee that this show isn't what did it. <laughs> <laughs> this show ended in 2013. Mom watched this and she was like, I'm done. This, this is it. I'm out. I can't live in this world any longer. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the show so far. This episode of 30 Dirty and Dying is almost over, but fear not. There's plenty more to where this came from. Whether you need to catch up on a few episodes you miss, or you want to revisit one of your favorites, we got you covered. And if you want to know what's coming up soon, make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram at 30DirtyAndDying. Now, don't go anywhere yet. Don't click off. Show's still going on. We're going to finish strong. Let's get back into it. My biggest takeaway from this, though, and I think I don't think I would have had this takeaway watching it as a teenager, but watching it as an almost 30-year-old at this point... I have such a major problem with the parents. Yeah. The parents are the problem. The par- which is why they act the way that they do. Yeah, this is all directly Bad because parenting. of the parents. Yes. Like, and I'm not a parent. It's obvious. Like, this is what happens when you don't talk to your kids about sex or anything or real life or give them any concept of the real world. And you don't have any kind of, I don't know. I just feel like get them some condoms and make them watch a couple rated R movies so they have some concept of life. These kids are playing house. Yeah. But with real life shit. And the parents are just like, I don't know. I don't know why they want to do this. How can this happen? Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. Maybe this is what happens when you only let them watch Blue's Clues until they're 15. Like, I, you know, throw a couple 
I mean, look at Steve from Blue's Clues. He is pretty attractive. Yeah. He's on, he's on TikTok and I watch That's him. not the same guy. Yes, it is. The one guy who always says nice things is the same guy. Yeah. Steve from Blue's Clues. But not the guy with the tattoos. That guy's fake. What are you talking about? You don't see the guy with the tattoos? He looks a lot like Steve and he does thirst traps. Are you talking about the Wiggles? No, I'm talking... I'll show you some videos. Okay, no, I'm talking about actual Steve on Blue's Clues. Yeah. Has a TikTok now. Yeah, but he only says, like, nice things. Yeah. But there's another guy on TikTok who looks a lot like Steve from Blue's Clues, but he has all these tattoos and stuff, and he'll put on the shirt, and then (gasps) he does thirst traps. I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. I like them both. Yeah, same. But I like the the Blue's Clues Steve, not the tattoo Steve. I like them both for different things. (laughs) What's the... Blue's Clues, Steve. Why do you like him? Emotional encouragement. Oh, okay. And then the other one's sexy time. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So what I'm understanding is the reason why Amy had a baby is because she watched Blue's Clues. <laughs> yes. No, it's... <laughs> I said before, like, my parents... I'm, I'm not saying they did everything right, but, like, I was exposed to a lot of things in the world. My parents didn't shelter me. My parents didn't just, like, build a cone around me and was like, the real world doesn't exist. I got to see a lot. And some of it was hard and some of it maybe I shouldn't have seen and experienced. But I got a concept of real life and reality. And apparently these none of these children did. No. Because, like, if that would have happened to me at 15, there's no way I would have just been playing house with the Sausage Kings kid. No. There's no way. Like, you have to have a concept of what's going to happen and none of them do. They're all just, like, walking around like Polly Pockets. It's ridiculous. And it's all the parents' fault. All parents' fault. And I hate that Molly Ringwald did this to herself. And I'd like to end my thoughts. You can keep going. Oh, no. I'm, I think I'm good. With my list of things that this show does not deserve. Um, to be on. That. To have continued for so long. That. I, I can't To have been written. <laughs> True that. The actor who plays Ben's dad. Mm-hmm. I said that. Having Jennifer Coolidge be there at all. Queen Molly Ringwald. Olympian Sean Johnson made a cameo. Who's Sean Johnson? She's a gymnast. She's an, she's a, one of the best gymnasts ever. Mm. And she made a cameo for about five seconds. Huh. Now, does her acting act like match the tone of the show? Yes. Because she's not an actress. Yes. But she she shouldn't have been. And like you said, it shouldn't it doesn't deserve to be written or to run for six seasons. But most importantly, it did not deserve such a bitchin' intro. Falling in love. It's such an easy thing to do. Birds can do it. Bees can do it. Let's get talking. Let's, no, let's stop talking. Let's, let's get, get to it. it. Let's fall in love. And then all the colors and Molly Ringwald is singing that. Really? Yes. Whoa. Yeah. It's a great intro for a terrible show. It's kind of a terrible intro, I think. I think it's great. Oh. Vlad the cat really loved it. <laughs> he loved it's it. It's because the bees. Yeah. And you the know, flowers. I'll be honest. I never had the birds and the bees talk. I didn't either. Maybe that's a good way to end. How we relate. (laughs) I don't think I did either. I didn't have like a a real sex talk. Like, hey, this is what happens. This is how you be safe. This is. I told myself I was going to be a virgin until marriage. Yeah, I didn't do that. And then in the the first time that I uh, did it, well, with the person that I was with, I was like, I don't want to like do that until like, until we love each other. So, and then the, the one time, like, we were making out, and we just looked at each other, like, I love you. And then we just did. Like, Ben and Amy? <laughs> <laughs> no, we were together for, like, a month. Oh. 
totally different. Totally different. Um, no, I didn't have the sex talk. Now, what I did have was my mom. I watched The Departed when I was about ten. Not you know. sure where this is going. You, you know, I've never watched it, so um, it's like a mob movie, but there's a lot of language in it, and it's very sexually charged. Some mm. of it, um, and there was a, a lot of it. Oh, okay. And my mom turned it off and looked at me after it was over and was like, "Do you know what any of those words mean?" And I was like, "A few." And she was like, "All right, let's do this." And then she just, <laughs> but it. That's what I think she thought the sex talk was. Like, oh, if you okay. asked her if she gave me the sex talk, she'd be like, "Yeah, totally." She just gave me like a glossary of disgusting terms that I made here <laughs> and what they all meant, but I mean, there was no context. It was like just handing a kid the dictionary and be like, school. All right. You know? And that was it. And then she was like, do you know what sex is? And I was like, I don't know, kind of. And she was like, all right. And that was it. Like, she didn't give me the mechanics. None of that falling in love. <laughs> it's such an easy thing to do. <laughs> well... What a great conversation this has been. Ugh. If you've enjoyed Chaotic January, <laughs> what a bookend for that one. Instead of watching the show, you should read a book. Yes. Any I, book will do. I, I told you that I wanted to read a book a month, right? Oh, yeah. Did I, I tell our listeners that I wanted to read uh, a book You said month? that in our uh, first episode of the new year. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I've read two. Ahead of schedule? Yeah, that means I can take a month off. That's amazing. <laughs> I love but it. But no, like the first book I read, I read in literally a day. Wow. I, Ver, uh, Verity I by Colleen Hoover. Oh, I've not read it, but I know who she is. Speaking of sex, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I Look, I am not like a, a, a sexy talk type of person. We know. I don't, um, sexy books, like, uh, what, are, what are they called? Romance novels. Oh, uh, well, no, there's, um, there's. Porn? A, <laughs> smut is what I was oh, trying to say. Oh, erotica. Yes. That is not for no. Um, the only reason I kept reading it was because there was like weird things going on. Not like sexy weird things. I mean, there were sexy weird things. But like, <laughs> I gotta read this book. What is going on? Yeah. I mean, I can give it to you next time I see you. I don't want to read it. Okay. Just, you need to well, give me- there was like mystery and like it was actually. Oh, so the sex wasn't like the main thing. No. I see. It was scattered in. But then I mean like after like the, the, the sexy talk of what was happening and then like the two people like had sex for the first time and I'm like man that was nice (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to stop I think we need to end the episode and then I watched my second or I watched read my second clown book and that was good although ending pissed me off just like sex sometimes am I right or am I right ladies (laughs) with some people and obviously it was for Ricky and Amy yeah one time at band camp Anyways, I hope you enjoyed it. Keep that French horn in your pants. (laughs) And we hope you had a great time listening to this. And if you didn't, we're really sorry. And maybe we should take this opportunity to um, tell people what they can expect in February for us. Because we've got a theme going on. Love. Love. Falling in love. It's such an easy thing to do. Yep. So all of February, because Valentine's Day. And Mike's birthday. And Mike's birthday, because I knew that. (laughs) that i'm sorry it's okay um we're gonna be talking about love and romance Mm -hmm. and we're gonna be playing some games we love games here with our significant others Mm -hmm. both of them will be coming back on the show for some not so newlywed games and we'll be having some real talks as well about 
dating, having long-term relationships, online dating. So if that sounds like it's up your alley, keep watching or listening. listening. And uh, we'll be here. And at the end of February will also be the end of season two. Whoa. I know it snuck up on us this time around, but don't worry. Will we be back for season three? I don't see why not. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. If our listeners want to keep listening and we want to keep talking, let's keep yeah, going. Yeah, let's keep listening, talking it in. All right. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Next time starts our February month of live. <laughs> live. And just remember. Don't in- have sex. Oh, okay. you will get pregnant and you will die. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs>